The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Well, from an Irish company spun out of a university that's gaining ground internationally to large multinational companies operating here. As you may well know, we've entered a new era for our corporate tax rate. It now stands at 15% for very large companies rather than the previous 12.5%. For the first time, this same minimum tax rate is now in force in all uh, countries across the EU. So... What's it going to mean for Ireland? We're joined from Paris by Pascal Saint-Amand, who designed the EU-wide corporation tax regime when he was director of the OECD Centre for Tax Policy. Pascal, when this process began a few years ago, uh, Ireland was taking a lot of flack. We were being lambasted for our tax practices by some. We were described as a tax haven. We were name-checked by US President Barack Obama a few years ago. In your view, is Ireland a tax haven? <laughs> I'm no longer a diplomat, so I could say you're a tax haven, but I think you're, you're no longer. You, you have been, uh, or you had been. Uh, you had been extremely smart uh, in terms of attracting American business by, by playing on, on, on many aspects. One was being a member of the European Union and therefore benefiting from the internal market in the European Union and by having no external border, meaning no tax uh, levied on flows going to tax havens like Bermuda or Cayman and, and, and all the US money flowing to Bermuda and Cayman stopped there and were not repatriated in the US, which means there was no taxation in the US, no taxation in Bermuda, very little taxation in Ireland, and no taxation on the European market. So that was very smart, but that was not sustainable. In that sense, yes, probably Ireland had the features of a tax haven. This this has changed, and now you are implementing the global minimum tax. That global minimum tax, Pascal, a 15%, in, in the short term, companies that have uh, revenues of over 750 million euro will pay uh, 15% instead of, let's say, 12 and a half, or with offsets, they may have been paying a little bit less than that. Is Ireland, do you think, in danger of losing investment because we'll become a little bit less competitive to places like, for example, the UK, which is now outside the EU? That, that, that's a very good question. And the, 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 the answer, I mean, the first part of the answer is for the short term, probably the midterm, actually, you're a big winner in terms of revenue, but not only revenue, in terms of business, because the number of companies which had structures in small Caribbean islands are going to consolidate these structures in uh, investment hubs like Ireland, possibly like the Netherlands or Luxembourg, but but Ireland, I think you have substance. I mean, you you, you were no um, uh, shell entity type of jurisdiction. You had thousands of employees, which, by the way, creates the housing problem that, that you're facing in Ireland. So there will be consolidation in Ireland and, and you will consolidate, you will increase business in Ireland. In the longer term, you are a bit losing the, the tax benefits. So the long term effects will have to be assessed. But uh, I believe that Ireland has built um, strong enough infrastructures to welcome business that it will not harm you. Rather, uh, it's bringing big money, I mean, which I understand will be invested in a, in a fund, sovereign fund, uh, which is not bad for, for the economy of Ireland. Yeah, but there are a lot of fears that a few years down the road, this uh, these corporate tax receipts, these 
these bumper additional corporate tax receipts could just dry up. There is always a risk. I mean, they will dry up, certainly not below what you used to have before all that. So you need to put that in context. I, 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 I think you have secured the investments in Ireland. There will be no de-investment which means that uh, you may have a bit less of new investment, uh, but you're not going to lose your, your tax base currently. Uh, so no, I think the, the risk shouldn't be overestimated. If it was going to dry up or a lot of, a lot of the, uh, the corporate tax receipts were, were to reduce quite suddenly in a few years' time, what would be the trigger for that? What would be going on? I mean, you don't believe that a lot of these big multinationals will pull out of Ireland. So what will they do that will trigger this big loss of corporation tax? My answer was there will not be a big loss of corporate income tax because they will not pull out of Ireland unless you have non-tax factors. You know, tax is only one element in the investment decision, right? And Ireland has many other assets than tax. I mean, you speak English, you're close to the European market, you are a member of the European Union, which is a big asset. You are talking about the UK. They no longer are. All these are reasons why businesses will not reduce uh, their presence in Ireland. Again, there may be a, a, a slower increase of business coming, but that doesn't mean a, a drop in the in the revenue. And, and what you may have seen uh, from the OECD a couple of days ago is a report estimating the uh, increase of revenue and, and Ireland is clearly a big winner uh, for the time being. There, are, there were two pillars to what was agreed through the OECD. One of them related to the 15% corporation tax rate. The other related to how uh, corporation tax payments are allocated vis-a-vis uh, -vis the country where the transaction takes place. That has not been implemented yet and I understand that it's quite uh, heavily delayed by US politics and various other things like that. If that does change and that is implemented, do you see that as a much bigger threat to Ireland's corporation tax receipts? There are many ifs, right, in your question, because you're right, what what people call the, the pillar one, which is how do you share the pie, right, between countries? So where do you allocate the profits? Um, it's, it's far from being implemented. I believe that at some point it will, but it will take time. How, how long do you think, Pascal? Uh, probably years. Uh, yes, because you have US politics, but beyond the politics, you have the constitution. It would take two thirds of senators to ratify a multilateral agreement. Uh, and and you, I mean, you, you see by stating it that uh, it's not an easy proposition. Uh, now, assuming it, it happens, uh, it would probably reduce the share of Ireland because you're a small market, but, but a lot of uh, residual profit the rent, the big profit of companies, uh, are incorporated in, in Ireland, are located in Ireland. So you would lose a bit. But would it be massive? No, it would not be absolutely massive, but it would reduce. Uh, it would reduce an amount of revenue, which is already almost embarrassingly too high, right? So I'm not sure it's, it's, it's a real issue for Ireland. The, the, the counter proposal, which is Pillar one doesn't is not delivered, and therefore you have a tax war with countries like the UK, like France, they've already done it, but many others in the world uh, taking unilateral measures like digital service taxes and maybe other uh, unilateral measures. This is no good for small open economies like Ireland. So I would look at the counterfactual. So 
unilateral measures as more of a threat uh, to Ireland than, than Peter One. So you're actually quite optimistic or hopeful regarding Ireland's ability to retain high levels of corporation tax, not only in the short term, but even in the medium term as well. Indeed, uh, that's what I would see happening. Now, in the long term, we're all dead, as Keynes used to say, right? Uh, but uh, in the next five years, for sure, then so I, I, I see a, a, probably a bump in the coming two or three years, then uh, uh, stabilization, may, maybe then steady decrease, but I, I don't see a big drop. I, I hope I'm right for you. Okay, well, well, I hope you're right as well. Pascal Saint-Amont, who was a former director at the OECD Centre for Tax Policy and who's now a partner with Brunswick Group. Thank you very much for joining us on the programme. Coming up next, a Nobel Prize winner who thinks a four-day week is on the cards, using AI to scam your mum and influencers feeling the heat. The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. Our specialist teams are there to support you so you can keep your business going and growing. 